today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. You may have heard the news in the last uh, couple days, whether here or in the paper, at the spec, or on CHCH or wherever, that the Westdale Theater is up for sale. Westdale Theater has been going since 19, I think it's 1935, it's been showing movies. And it has been for a long time, many, many years. It was, and some would argue still is, but it was one of the centerpieces of the Westdale community. But again, the owners now are looking at putting it up for sale and it's up right now. It's listed for 1.79 million. So if you've got 1.79 million, well, there's, you know, an investment opportunity for you. Here's the thing though, and we're going to get to, uh, we're going to move around a bit on a couple topics here, but the, the interesting thing, or there's a couple interesting things. First of all, the historic part of this, this theater is, is truly one of a kind right now. All other theaters, it seems, have gone to much more modernized things, multiplexes and multiple screens and digital movies and everything. Westdale is still, the Westdale Theater is holding to the old school. But the other thing is, city council, at least a number of city councillors, have moved to put a heritage designation on the theater, which would really restrict what any buyer would be able to do with this land, with this building. They couldn't really knock it down. They would have to go through all kinds of bureaucratic hoops if they wanted to really make any significant changes. Is that the right way to go? Well, before we get there, let me bring Paul or Jim Mayer, pardon me, Jim Mayer into the conversation. Jim has for years was the projectionist at the Westdale Theater. He would drive in, I understand, from somewhere down in Niagara, and he would day after day after day run the films at the old theater. Jim, thanks for doing this today. Jim, are you there? Yes. Okay. Oh, hey there, Jim. Yes. Thanks, uh, thanks for I joining am. me today. I didn't know if I was part or uh, just listening. That is okay. Listen, Jim, thank you for doing this. You did. How many years did you work as the projectionist at the Westdale Theater? Well, to, actually, to tell you the truth, I'm not exactly positive. I cannot remember when I started, uh, but I do believe it was around uh, oh, 2000, I think, uh, maybe before that. Uh, I can't recall because I was working uh, as a projectionist in Hamilton at uh, all of the different theaters there, and I was part of the union at that time because there was a license required and uh, there was not a lot of projectionists available. So I cannot tell you for sure. I think it was around 2000 or 1998, something like that. But part of the reason why I guess there were not a lot of uh, projectionists required was there were not a lot of theaters, maybe then, but certainly not now, that require a projectionist. Almost all the theaters have now gone to digital, and they, I assume it's a whole lot simpler to be running a digital film than to, uh, to do a film film in the theater. No, that's true. Uh, if you're going to run a film anymore today, you can do it at home. It's just like sliding a disc into your uh, uh, DVD player. That's about all there is to it. <clears throat> but there was actually in a projector, uh, which came in several sizes, by the way, uh, if you're interested. Uh, and uh, there was the IMAX Corporation Theaters, which uh, ran uh, a 90 millimeter film. And then the, and they, it ran sideways instead of vertical. And then there was a 70-millimeter film, which ran the conventional up-and-down type of thing. And then there was the 35-millimeter film, which also ran up-and-down, and it could go on down all the way down to the 8-millimeter and 16, which was the home movies. 
And you, when you were doing this, uh, like again, if you put a digital movie in today, you just, I would assume you would just put it in and then you can walk away and go do whatever you're going to do. As a projectionist, you had multiple reels. You had to be there. I remember being in a theater one time when the film got stuck and the, the, the burn happened on the thing. You had to be on top of this all the time. Absolutely. You, you could not walk away from your equipment for any more than two or three seconds because uh, when things happen, they happen very, very quickly. It uh, uh, shows 35 frames a second, and uh, if one frame gets snagged up a little bit, then you're uh, ruining the film and you have to take a chunk out of it. Uh, but, uh, yes, you're correct there. You have to stay right on top of it, a little bit of dirt, uh, gets on the uh, lens of the projector. You have to be able to get rid of it, otherwise it looks terrible on the screen. I know you're not doing it right now, but even when you were last being a projectionist, was it easy to find actual films of movies? Because it would seem that the, the, the studios would want to go to the much cheaper, much easier disc or whatever else, the, the, as opposed to having the big reels of film. Was it actually easy to find all these movies? No, it was not. Uh, uh, originally, when it was all all film, true 35-millimeter film, it was not too bad. You could get films right along. Uh, but when they started changing to uh, the uh, disc format, uh, they wanted to get rid of the old theaters, uh, the ones that uh, showed the films, <coughs> excuse me, because they were difficult to ship. They were very expensive. They were heavy. Uh, and they were much more costly to make. When you got started there, when you started putting those reels onto the projectors, were there, was Westdale still, was that theater still booming? Were there still lots of people coming in every night? Every night, yes, absolutely every night. Uh, we had, I believe it was, uh, I'm trying to remember, around 400 seats, I think, and there was many, many times that the theater was filled right to the, Right to the brim. Huh. And uh, what about later? What about l- closer to when you retired? What? How was it then? Very difficult. <clears throat> it was starting to uh, to slow down uh, because of the availability of, of even movie phone, movies on uh, your own personal telephone. Uh, you didn't have to go to quite the extremes, although a movie was still something to be cherished. Uh, I had several... Uh, marriages performed in the Westdale Theater where the people were so, the young couple that watched it was maybe a first date or a second date, and they were so thrilled by what they seen and uh, what they watched and how it moved them that they wanted that as their uh, place of marriage, and that's what happened. It's, uh, I mean, listen, there, there is absolutely, and you, you identify uh, quite a bit of it, there's a lot of history at the Westdale Theater. There's no doubt about that. This is a, this is a landmark place. I guess, my, my, Jim, you, as someone who's been there and as someone who's worked there and someone who's seen this change over the years, if you were a businessman, if you had the money to be able to buy that place, could you make it into a profitable, as it is now, could it become a profitable business or is it, you know what, there's going to have to be an awful lot of changes for that place in, in the modern world of movies to, to make money now? That's correct. You, you've said it exactly. Uh, even if you had the money to, uh, to do it, it would be more of a, of a hobby than, than anything else. Uh, you would require new speakers. 
uh, a different type of screen, much larger. Uh, the sound effects, and uh, especially the electronic equipment, you'd be looking to spend probably a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And then, of course, the building itself is very old and it's ready to retire. Although it's not, it's not ready to fall down yet. Uh, it still has many, many years of, uh, of, of possibilities of having movies there. The one bad thing that we found uh, that really bothered us the most was that it was not set up to be suitable for uh, wheelchair hmm. uh, operations and things of that nature. Jim Mayer, longtime projectionist at the Westdale Theater. Jim, really appreciate you taking some time to talk about it today. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.